Hello and welcome to the Today Not Tomorrow podcast. My name is Oscar Isaacson and this podcast is brought to you by TNT Fitness. This year we're going to mix it up a little bit. Usually we do a big holiday party closer to Christmas. We don't want to book out a venue right now. We're not sure what we can and can't do. So we're going to move this thing a little bit earlier. It's going to be the TNT Fall Fest. The date is September 26th. It's going to be a little bit more casual than usual. There's not going to be a charge like there has been in the past. This is going to be a friendly, fun hangout from 4 to 8 p.m. We're hoping that it's going to be warm enough to where we can open up the doors so we got plenty of space, plenty of airflow. It might be a little bit outside. We might be a little bit inside. This is just going to be a fun time to get together and uh, do something fun at the gym that's not working out. So stay tuned for more details. We're going to provide some uh, barbecues, some basic drinks, there is a sign up already on Mind Body, so get signed up if you know you and your spouse are going to go there. You've seen this already, but we're slowly starting to make the change from CrossFit TNT to TNT Fitness, and now we need a little bit of help from you. Our name has changed on Google. Google listing is a huge deal to us as a small business, and the more reviews we have, the better it's going to be, the easier it's going to be to find us. So if you haven't done this already, please go to Google and give us a review. I'm going to add a little link to this podcast email as well. Give us three stars, four stars, five stars. Uh, give us some feedback. Anything is helpful. This makes a big difference for us when people are trying to find a gym. So uh, if you haven't already, please leave us a review. Maybe you think you're going to end up with 13, 14 visits for the August Committed Challenge. If I see a good review from you, I'm totally going to uh, add an extra class to your uh, August Committed Challenge. You're going to get out of that penalty. So uh, this is a win-win situation. Hit that link right away couple of quick notes about the workouts we have coming up this week. Today we're doing some wall ball lunges. This is a new movement. I don't think we've done this in class before. It's a stationary reverse lunge with a med ball in the same position you'd have it for a wall ball. And as you stand up from the lunge, you're going to go right into the throw. So you're using some leg drive. It's not just arms getting up there too, but it's not going to be the same leg drive that you have on a wall ball. So this is a great way to practice staying upright on the lunge. If you're used to leaning forward, pushing off your knees, this is not going to be a fun workout for you. And if you're used to um, putting the brakes on, coming up, and kind of slacking a little bit, this really forces you to be faster at the top of the movement, which you usually don't have to be. Tuesday's workout, we got some endurance work, 20-minute AMRAP of 400-meter run and 500-meter row. Pretty straightforward. This is going to be a common issue for this 20-minute AMRAP is that you take off uh, running way too fast in that first 400 meters. It happens pretty easily. It's... Uh, Three, two, one, go. You got all the people around you. Slow it down a little bit, first couple of minutes, so that you can finish a little bit stronger in the last couple of minutes. You don't want to start off with a fast sprint. It's going to kind of uh, sour the workout for you a little bit. Hold back some. Know that it's for 20 minutes. The most amount of time you're going to save on this workout is going to be jogging up the stairs and then shuffling over to the rower. If you stop at the finish line, Walk to your rower and then fiddle around with the handles or um, the feet a little bit. That's going to slow you down more than anything else. So transitions is going to be a big part of this workout and that you start off at a steady pace. For Wednesday, we got a little bit of shoulder accessory work, nothing too crazy. And then the workout on Wednesday, every four minutes for four rounds, five power snatches. You set the weight. It could be pretty heavy if you're feeling great. If you're not feeling great, go a little bit lighter. You also have some... 
uh, bar facing burpees to do 10 of them and 50 double unders so maybe you want to uh, focus more on the double unders then go a little bit lighter on the snatches if you haven't lifted heavy in a while and you want to try and challenge yourself then maybe go heavy on the snatches and go for a scaled option on the jump rope it's up to you and whatever your goals are thursday skill we got our front squat back squat combo we've done this before you do your front squats rack the barbell place it on your back and do the back squats this is a great way to practice both types of squat in the same session and uh, this is going to keep everything fresh for you it's going to keep the legs strong and then the workout for thursday no conditioning in this workout that's part of this day we've done a ton of conditioning so thursday is going to be a non-conditioning day we've got some dumbbell rows some turkish get-ups just a little bit of core work some accessory work so that you feel fresh for monday which is going to be brutal 100 calories on the bike, 100 knee races, 100 kettlebell lunges, 100 kettlebell swings, one mile run. You might have to hit the repeat button a couple times to go through that list again too. But pretty fun workout on Friday. Lots of stuff to do. You can break this up however you want to so it doesn't have to be 100 straight through. Um, See if you can finish finish this out. A 30 minute time cap uh, regardless. So hopefully you can get that done. And then we have a little partner workout with sled pushes on Saturday. So pretty good week ahead. Last week, I briefly mentioned a couple of supplements that I take, and then I got a bunch of questions at the gym about those supplements and why I take them. So today, I'm going to talk about a few supplements that I feel like are worth um, spending the money and time on and what to avoid. The most effective and the cheapest one is creatine monohydrate. There's a lot of different variations of this supplement out there. But the one that you want is called creatine monohydrate. You don't need a fancier one than that. This is pretty uh, basic and cheap. This got, it's got a ton of research and science behind it. Creatine is a fuel source that you have stored up in your cells. If you do something that's very short and tense, less than 10 seconds like lifting, this is going to help fuel that effort. So creatine helps make you stronger. Some people see a big benefit from this. Some people naturally have a higher level of creatine in their muscles already, so they might not see a bigger benefit from this. But overall, um, it's very safe. It's very cheap. It makes you a little bit stronger. So it's a fun supplement to take, and it's actually pretty good for your brain as well. So that one is uh, probably the most useful one and the only one that you can't really consume by just eating foods. You would have to eat a ton and ton of meat that it wouldn't really be sustainable. Sometimes people ask if you need to cycle this and there's no need to cycle this. You just need five grams of creatine monohydrate daily and that's going to take care of everything. Some people complain about bloating, but I don't really think that's a big issue. You're probably bloating from some uh, cupcakes or muffins. It's not going to be creatine that's going to cause a little bit of bloat. Like I said, this makes you a little bit stronger. Maybe that's important to you. Maybe that's not important to you. Let's say you get 10% stronger, now you use a little bit more weight in the workout, you get a little bit more work done in your workout, that overall is going to lead to better results as well. So it is a very nice benefit, Uh, however, it is not a a make or break, you're going to see results, you're not going to see results. It's just a, a nice thing to have because it is so cheap and safe and has been proven to be very effective. One thing that I've been pushing very hard for about uh, one to two years is collagen. Collagen is a protein. It's not very useful for building muscle, but collagen is what your joints and tendons are made up of. So joints and tendons, super important, and collagen is the building blocks for that. Now, where do you get collagen in your diet? You would get this from um, cuts of meat that actually have some tendons and some cartilage on it. 
you will get this from a bone broth. If you make a soup with a chicken carcass in there, you would get collagen. These are things that you're probably not eating regularly, and that is why it's a huge benefit to supplement with it. They sell this at Costco. You can find it at Amazon. I get a powdered version. You put in your coffee and it makes it taste like hot chocolate, so that's a nice benefit as well, but it comes in pill form. It comes in um, powder form as well. Usually, you got to up the dosage a little bit. It'll say something like 6 grams on the bottle or something. You probably want to get closer to 10 grams. But try collagen if you ever have any uh, achy knees, achy shoulders, anything else like that. Some people like to take this because they feel like their nails and hairs is stronger. I, I don't really care about that whatsoever. I care about the joints. I care about the knees and, knees and feeling nice and loose. And this definitely makes a huge difference. Your back has got a ton of connective tissues, your shoulders, your hips. Uh, and if you don't have collagen on board to repair, restore, rebuild, then you're going to run a deficit and you're not going to be performing as well as you could. I also put whey protein powder on this list, but I don't really consider whey protein powder a supplement. For me, this is more of a food group. So protein shakes, it's super easy. You take a scoop, dump it in water. Now you're getting your protein, you're getting your water, you're getting a quick snack. This is such an easy win that's going to help you work out better. And it should be something that you go through daily. If whey doesn't sit well with you, if it upsets your stomach, then you can try an isolate product from First Form. That would be a really high quality one too. Or you can find something that's not dairy based. Maybe it's a pea protein or it's hemp. There's tons of different variations out there. Find a protein powder that works for you and then use it before workouts, after workouts as a snack. Not really supplements. This should be a food group for you at this point if you're serious about your goals. I don't take a multivitamin and I don't really recommend taking a multivitamin to people. It just feels like a very shotgun approach to covering up stuff that should be a non-issue for you. If you eat meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, a little starch and no sugar, then you're going to get most of the stuff that you need. And the multivitamin, it's a little bit too uh, unprecise. It's just a, a catch-all thing that doesn't really do anything. So if you do get one, make sure you go to labdoor.com and actually look up the brands. I would definitely not go to a random Walmart and pick up the cheapest one that, that's probably going to harm you more than it's helping you. So that's something to keep in mind. Before going to bed, I like to take some magnesium and melatonin. The magnesium one I take, it's called magnesium citrate. There's a couple of ones out there, but this one is pretty easily absorbable for you. I think it's about 250 milligrams. It's cheap. It's effective. It helps improve the sleep quality. It helps with uh, muscle cramps, especially this time during the year when, it's, uh, when you sweat a lot. And it also helps with the absorption of vitamin D. So magnesium's got a ton of benefits behind it. It's very common that people are deficient in it as well. And the melatonin, I just take a little bit of it, three milligrams. It kind of helps knock you out a little bit faster, which is nice. Something else that I recommend to a lot of people is vitamin D. This is absolutely crucial. If you're not getting enough sunlight, then you're not getting enough vitamin D. Especially this time of the year, it could be something that you need to supplement with. It's super hot out. Maybe you don't like the summer, the heat, so you stay inside. And even though it is nice out there, you're not getting enough vitamin D. Personally, I'm, I spend plenty of time outside, so I don't supplement with this right now. But once the fall and winter comes around, I take 5,000 IUs of vitamin D every day with food. This is a fat-soluble vitamin, so it helps to absorb this if you have a meal with it. 
I'm not even going to start listing uh, the benefits that vitamin D has because it helps absolutely everything. Your car is going to run better. Your dog is going to listen to you better. You're going to be in a better mood. You're going to have all kinds of positive effects from vitamin D. Tons of people are low on this. Make sure you get outside. That's the best way to get it through some uh, sunlight exposure. But if you're not, really consider uh, supplementing with vitamin D. 5,000 IUs should be safe for most people. If you want to be super nerdy about it, you need a blood test to see what your levels are. Uh, that's probably not necessary for some people, but it's something to think about. The last thing I'm going to recommend that I take and I tell a lot of people to take is fish oil. There's two essential fatty acids, EPA and DHA. There's no way for your body to produce this from other foods. You have to get these uh, fatty acids to function optimally. If you don't like seafood, if you don't eat a whole lot of fish, then this is something that you definitely need to supplement with. It's going to be good for your brain. It's going to be good for your overall health. Just like the vitamin D, it's got a, a huge variety of benefits to it. Like I said before, don't get the cheap stuff. The cheap stuff might actually be rancid because it is a fat. It is something that can turn on you. So make sure you get something that has been proven to have a little bit of quality to it. Keep this in the fridge. Keep it out of sunlight. Make sure you get a high quality one. The best option though is to go with food. So make sure you get salmon, make sure you get uh, trout, whatever seafood you like, that's gonna be a better option than supplementing. If you don't eat fish very often, then fish oil is the way to go. The quote of the week is, the pause button mentality only builds the skill of pausing. This is a great quote that Lindy shared with me and I see it all the time at the gym. People think that fitness is an on or off switch. It's either salads, water, and working out five days a week, or it's skipping the gym altogether, eating potato chips, and doing nothing. The key is to treat it like a dial. Sometimes you have a lot of stuff going on at home, at work, that's when you dial it down a little bit. Instead of going from a 7 out of 10 all the way down to a 0 out of 10, just bring it down a little bit. Bring it down to a 3 or a 4. Instead of the usual 5 workouts, maybe you can still get 3 workouts in. And that's still going to be 10 times better than just skipping the gym altogether. And then once you have the time for it, you feel like it, that's when you can bring that dial back up again. Make sure you're not at a 1 or a 10 all the time. It doesn't have to be that intense or that checked out of the gym. Make sure you just bring it down a little bit, maybe to a 3 or a 4. You get some work done. It's not ideal, but it's 10 times better than just sitting on the couch. I'm excited about the workouts we have coming up this week. I hope that you are as well. I'll see you at the gym. <laughs>